on to more upbeat news. The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. Let me begin with a commendation for my friend Gary Perone. Gary Perone is a wonderful guy. He is the um, currently the general manager of the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. He previously worked at the Staten Island Yankees and spent about 20 years working with the Brooklyn Cyclones. I worked with him uh, when I was working for the Brooklyn Cyclones many years ago. He's a great guy, and the reason we're giving him a commendation now is he has now been inducted officially into the New York State Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, this is an incredible achievement for anybody, but to be able to be inducted as a non-player is just phenomenal. Gary is a wonderful guy. He's got an incredible passion for baseball, and uh, we're lucky to have him as part of our, our family here. Uh, people don't know, uh, the John Katsimatidis, who owns Red Apple Media, also owns the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. So Gary is, in some respects, a cousin of ours, at least professionally. But he's a great guy, and he's been my friend for a long time. So I'd be giving him accommodation, irrespective of... Uh, what his business relationship was with uh, our radio show or our radio station. So congratulations to you, Gary. Hey, I also have to give a commendation to Donna. And I wish I had Donna's last name, but Donna delivers the um, newspaper to me on Sunday. And I came home a little bit later than usual on Friday because I, I got caught up in uh, in a uh, presidential trivia contest with uh, one of some of the staff here. And so I, I got caught up doing some work, and then I, I came home a little bit later than I normally, you know, come home. And lo and behold, uh, Donna stops me. And Donna is, you know, a wonderful lady and listens to the show. She said, you know, she's very complimentary. She said, I listen to you all the time, but, you know, I have a real big problem with you is that I'm not able to leave the car and do my deliveries because I get so into the subjects that you're talking about that uh, I just get hooked. Additionally, uh, she said, even if it's a store, a topic that I don't think I'm going to be interested in, sure enough, I listen to you, and uh, I'm, I'm hooked. I can't turn the radio off, which is very complimentary of her. But then she says, do you still need a bullhorn? I said, absolutely. She said, well, I got one. It didn't cost me anything. It came into my possession, and I'm going to give it to you. I said, well, let me give you some money for it or something. She said, nope. Didn't cost me any money. You don't have to give me any money. And Donna shares my fondness for $2 bills. And so I said, well, let me at least give you a $2 bill. And she said, no, no. She ran away from me. So I'm going to have to come up with a nice way for Donna to surprise me, because for, for me to surprise Donna with some extra twos. Because sure enough, Sunday, when I came home from Long Island, come to my front door, what's waiting for me? Along with the Sunday papers, a beautiful, brand new Bullhorn, and if you notice, because my bullhorn broke, and then it was missing, it was missing, and then it broke. I we have been doing this show without a bullhorn for quite some time, and so Donna has once again made this show complete. We're still working on some other tweaks to the program, still working on getting that harmonizer in place, but this is huge, and I'm going to put bull batteries in this tomorrow, and hopefully the bullhorn aspect of this show will be restored. I want to give a posthumous commendation to Kevin. Conroy. Kevin Conroy is one of the finest actors ever to play the character of Batman. He has been playing Batman for three decades uh, across almost three dozen 
television shows, movies, and video games, primarily as a voice actor. Batman, the animated series, all sorts of other. If you've seen an animated version of Batman or heard Batman's voice in a video game, chances are it was voiced by Kevin Conroy. He has logged more screen hours playing Batman than anybody, more than Michael Keaton, more than Adam West, more than Christian Bale, more than anybody. And he is a great actor and seemed like a very nice guy. And unfortunately, he has passed away from intestinal cancer. And very, very sad. Without ever showing his face, Kevin Conroy spent more time playing Batman than any actor who donned the character's cape and mask. And uh, he's gone. He's going to be missed. I also want to give a commendation to Tiffany Trump and her new husband, Michael Bulos. Um, Tiffany Trump was married over the weekend at Mar-a-Lago. And I think this is great. Uh, I am a big fan of Tiffany Trump. I don't know much about her, but uh, she looked like a beautiful bride, and I couldn't be happier for her. And I've always sort of felt bad for Tiffany Trump. Now, people are saying, oh, why do you feel bad for Tiffany Trump? She's uh, super wealthy, and uh, she's uh, beautiful. She's got money. She's got a a father that used to be the president, a mother that was a, a famous actress. And I'll tell you why. Because... I've always felt that Tiffany Trump never had it easy, especially, you know, since her father became active in politics, because among the pro-Trump people, they always certainly give Ivanka a lot of credit for being a great businesswoman, for being one of the president's leading advisors and married, married to Jared Kushner. They give Don Jr. a lot of credit. Don Jr.'s out there writing books and fighting the Trumpian fight. They give Eric a lot of credit. Eric's on radio shows and TV shows defending the Trump agenda. And it's always very clear that Conrad, uh, excuse me, Barron Trump, Barron is a very much an integral part of the former first family. And you always get the sense that Tiffany is kind of left out in a lot of the celebrations of the Trump family. Even Donald himself when he was thanking all of his children one time after winning one of the primaries, didn't mention Tiffany. And I know what it's like. You know, I, um, I, I've I, been, um, you know, I have half-siblings. And sometimes, you know, I've felt from time to time as if I wasn't necessarily at the forefront of mind in my dad's family. And I kind of empathize with Tiffany on that. But much more so because Tiffany also gets it from the left because she's got the last name Trump. I don't know her politics. I don't know what, you know, what she believes in. I don't know if she's a supporter in her dad's agenda. I know she loves her father. Uh, but to me, I've always felt like Tiffany has sort of had the worst of both worlds. And every time I've seen her, every I've never met her in person, I don't think. But every time I've seen her on television, every time I read about her, it just seems like she's somebody that has a delightful attitude that is um, a very grounded young woman and I'm wishing her and her new husband, Michael, all the luck in the world. And uh, I think this is this is great. I think this is just wonderful that she's married. I wish she and her husband many, many years of happiness. I also want to commend these Russian surgeons that are being hailed as heroes after they donned body armor to save the life of a soldier who became a human bomb when an unexploded grenade became embedded near his heart. Junior Sergeant Nikolay Pasenko, 41 years old, was recently hit by a Ukrainian grenade fired by an automatic AGS-17 
and was evacuated to a medical facility where an x-ray revealed the explosive right inside his chest. Despite this, the fact that, you know, one wrong move and everything could blow up, the military doctors, together with their civilian counterparts, donned body armor under their medical gowns and proceeded with what's got to be one of the most difficult, intricate surgeries you can imagine. The soldier initially balked at the surgery. He said he was against it. I didn't want the doctors to suffer as the munitions could have exploded. But the head military soldier, uh, excuse me, the head military surgeon, Lieutenant Colonel Dmitry Kim, said that Pasenko was at risk of losing too much blood from the injury and needed immediate surgery. And Dr. Kim, Lieutenant Colonel Kim, said, so we'll blow up together. And, you know, that's the kind of dark humor that doctors can sometimes be known for. So, sure enough, the surgery was a success. He's expected to live, and the explosive didn't blow up. So that's just great, as far as I'm concerned. I have to give a commendation to Alexander Tominsky. This is a guy after my own heart. I love this guy. (laughs) This fella, Alexander Tominsky, is a proud Philadelphian. And he has just consumed 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. That's right. A bearded man in a white sleeveless shirt sat on a makeshift table. And um, (laughs) this guy's challenge to himself, Alexander Tominsky, 31 years old, 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. Sure enough, he did it Uh, in front of a crowd of adoring fans. Eat that bird, they were chanting. And in an hour, Mr. Tominsky, a restaurant server in the city of Philadelphia, ate his 40th rotisserie chicken in as many days, completing what's been described as an Odyssean journey of sorts that had enthralled and puzzled thousands online and brought a moment of rejoicing to a beaten city after the Phillies lost the World Series. A chance to holler and declare victory for the person now referred to as the Philadelphia Chicken Man. Now, um, this is he's he lost no bet. He didn't seek to make money. He has no personal brand, no personal channel. Instead, his chicken quest began with a sincere and almost existential sense of purpose. Much of the world is in pain. Mr. Tominsky said, so he must do something that brings him pain and make others smile. Quote, sounds weird, but I just felt like I was doing this for a very important reason. He initially was going to do this for only 30 days because it felt right. But then the challenge was extended to 10 more days after he felt he had not gone far enough. At first, there was no pain. He would eat the chickens in 20 minutes. But after a couple of weeks... He began feeling cramped up, bloated from all the sodium. Oh, my goodness. And said that he became he came to believe that he could feel the pulse of my heart in my stomach. Ah! He would take about two hours to chow down each of the chickens, which he emphasized were always completely eaten. And usually his only meal of the day. By the way, this might not be a bad diet for some of us. This guy lost 16 pounds over the 40 days. Imagine that. One rotisserie chicken a day. He lost 16 pounds. God bless him. Um, So this guy sounds like a character, a proud Philadelphian. I say, uh, Alexander Tominsky, I do commend you.
I must also commend Lamar Jackson. Yes, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens player, the Ravens quarterback. He paid a surprise visit to a young fan before the Ravens game on Monday. And the little boy was so moved seeing the quarterback in person, he cried tears of joy. So he snuck into a room to say hello to Landon, one of his biggest fans. Uh, and uh, at one point during their the embrace, you could see the child even start to cry. Landon is battling a heart condition, and he eventually got to go down to the field with Jackson, take a picture with the quarterback, and enjoy seeing this up close. He also met several of the other Ravens players on the field and got some autographs and things like that. And he said all this was made possible after he realized the Ravens would be playing the Saints in New Orleans. While residing in Mississippi, he emailed multiple people at the Ravens and Saints organization asking if Landon could meet Lamar Jackson, and someone eventually replied. But uh, Lamar Jackson didn't have to do this. He went out of his way to fill a sick child's dream. And you could see, if you watch the video, how overcome this little boy was to meet a guy that he was a fan of. And uh, I I hope this child um, makes a full recovery because... uh, he seems like a great guy, and he seems like he has a great family. And uh, I'm, you know, I don't know much about Lamar Jackson besides him being a good football player. But I will tell you this: I am now a fan of Lamar Jackson because this was really nice, and you could tell he got a lot out of, out of the uh, the interaction as well. All right, I want to commend Light Bright Masters of the Universe, and uh, these are. Among the toys that were selected to go into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Yes, that's right. Masters of the Universe and Light Bright are today's inductees. I used to have a Light Bright. I used to really enjoy that. Remember those commercials? Light Bright, Light Bright. You know. And uh, this is great. I'm glad to see them make the Toy Hall of Fame. Hasbro's Light Bright has maintained its popularity for more than 50 years after being introduced in 1966, marketed in 1968 as a magic light box. Masters of the Universe grew in popularity in the 1980s when the cartoon series He-Man and the Masters of the Universe allowed Mattel to introduce new characters and toys to the toy line. I want to commend Joseph Chayahead. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing his name, and I apologize. I believe it's Joseph Chahayed. Joseph Chahayed. I'm going with that. Um, This gentleman who has fallen upon some tough times is going to get $1 million for selling a winning Powerball ticket. That's right. With the Powerball jackpot at a record $2.04 billion, this California retailer, the father-in-law of a former Michigan State football player and the owner of Joe's Service Station, a gas station in Altadena, California, is going to get a million dollars. This is a guy that emigrated from Syria to Los Angeles in the 1980s with his wife and two children, and uh, he has had some tough times, but he never collected welfare, never collected Medicare, never collected any money from the government. All he did was work, work hard seven days a week, raised his kids, graduated from college, bought a house, and bought a business, all because he worked hard to become an honest man. 
He says he doesn't know who he sold the winning ticket to. He hopes it's someone from the neighborhood, as that's his biggest customer's base. And he plans to spend his million-dollar earnings on his five children and also donate some of his blessings to the community. Love this. I also have to commend China. I've been very critical of China for everything and with good reason. China eased some of its pandemic controls on Fridays as the country's leaders seek to lessen the pain of stringent zero COVID policy. This zero COVID policy, which Xi Jinping has been in the midst of, is ruining China. And to some extent, it's ruining the world economy. I know a lot of people look at China and see the horrible things China does in human rights and the horrible things they've done to the world with COVID and lying to the world about COVID. And they say, yeah, screw them. Screw China. Let their economy go to hell. I can't describe to you enough why that's such a foolish approach. One, there's a billion people in China. Do you really want a billion people suffering because the government is foolhardy? No. Two, China is still our biggest trading partner. Well, one of our biggest trading partner and our biggest international lender. So I got news for you. China is a huge market for American goods. And China is a huge manufacturer and supplier for goods that we sell here. So if the economy in China goes into the tank, that's not good for us. We want, unfortunately, well, for better or worse, we want a robust Chinese economy because right now that means a robust American economy. And finally, I must uh, give a commendation to Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet has donated $20,000 to a woman facing a sky-high energy bill to operate her daughter's life support equipment. This is great. Carolyn Hunter was warned um, that her bill for energy... Because of her 12-year-old daughter being on this life support equipment could hit a high sum next year. See, her daughter has severe cerebral palsy and relies on receiving oxygen for chronic breathing problems. And they founded a GoFundMe page for her. Kate Winslet found out about it, gave her $20,000 and contacted the family to wish them well. That's great. Uh, Big fan of Kate Winslet as an actress and as a person. Love to hear this.